Renegade Talk Radio. Renegade Talk Radio. In 1984, Charlie Reese of the Orlando Sentinel wrote the following, still true today. 100 senators, 435 congressmen, one president, and nine Supreme Court justices equates to 545 human beings out of 300 million who are directly, legally, morally, and individually responsible for the domestic problems that plague this country. I excluded the members of the Federal Reserve Board because that problem was created by Congress. In 1913, Congress delegated its constitutional duty to provide a sound currency to a federally chartered but private central bank. I excluded all the special interests and lobbyists for a sound reason. They have no legal authority. They have no ability to coerce a senator, a congressman, or a president to do one cotton-picking thing. I don't care if they offer a politician $1 million in cash. The politician has the power to accept or reject it. No matter what the lobbyist promises, it is the legislator's responsibility to determine how he votes. Those 545 human beings spend much of their energy convincing you that what they did is not their fault. They cooperate in this common con regardless of party. It seems inconceivable to me that a nation of 300 million cannot replace 545 people who stand convicted by present facts of incompetence and irresponsibility. I can't think of a single domestic problem that is not traceable directly to those 545 people. When you fully grasp the plain truth that 545 people exercise the power of the federal government, then it must follow that what exists is what they want to exist. If the tax code is unfair, it's because they want it unfair. If the budget is in the red, it's because they want it in the red. If the Army and Marines are in Iraq and Afghanistan, it's because they want them in Iraq and Afghanistan. If they do not receive Social Security, but are on an elite retirement plan not available to the people, it's because they want it that way. There are no insoluble government problems. Do not let these 545 people shift the blame to bureaucrats whom they hire and whose jobs they can abolish, to lobbyists whose gifts and advice they can reject, to regulators to whom they give the power to regulate and from whom they can take this power. Above all, do not let them con you into the belief that there exists disembodied mystical forces like the economy, inflation, or politics that prevent them from doing what they take an oath to do. Those 545 people, and they alone, are responsible. They and they alone have the power They and they alone should be held accountable by the people who are their bosses, provided the voters have the gumption to manage their employees. Reading from Charlie Reese and reporting for InfoWars, this is Greg Reese. 
Folks, as always, you can find and share that at band.video and Infowars.com 545 versus 300 million. That is the latest from Greg Reese. We are live this Monday morning from the Infowars studio. We're going to be covering a lot of news today. I actually hosted uh, Sunday Night Live here on Infowars yesterday and spent, well, three-fourths of it talking about the Maui fires and the possibility, or rather, likelihood slash overwhelming evidence of Chinese space lasers being the cause. So we won't be spending too much time on that today. You got to go to uh, Bandai Video and check out these Sunday Night Live broadcasts of that if you want. I think it was on the front page of InfoWars today. So go check that out if you want a full thorough breakdown of Chinese space lasers. But we'll touch on it today, but mostly we'll be talking about, uh, you know, all of the other horrific devastation that the globalists are bringing about. Stay with us. We'll do your daily dispatch on the other side. It's Monday, August 14th, year of our Lord, 2023. And you're listening to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen, coming to you live this Monday morning from the InfoWars studio. It's American Journal. I'm your host, Harrison Smith. What a show we have for you today. Lots of videos to show you. We'll be joined in studio by the one and only Jake Shields. And we have more than enough news to talk about from around the world. Talking a lot about the economy today. Of course, one of the biggest stories... Well, two of the biggest stories are the Maui fires, of course, and the uh, Oliver Anthony superstardom coming out of nowhere. The song that we played last week, played again last night. Those are the two topics that I dedicated the show to last night, Sunday Night Live. So if you want a full, thorough, very, if I may say so myself, well-researched breakdown of the possibility of... Uh, Chinese space lasers having caused the Maui fires. Go check out Sunday Night Live last night on Infowars.com and Band.video. We won't be spending too much time on that. Maybe we'll do a brief little touchdown on it a little bit later as it is still a very hot topic of discussion. We'll get to your daily dispatch in just a second, but uh, this weekend was, of course, the American Liberty Awards, and what a time it was. My goodness, if you didn't make it out or watch the live stream, it is still available on rumble the whole thing was live streamed what an incredible celebration so congratulations to everybody that helped put it together from frank cavanaugh matt baker rob Dew, actually absolutely killing it as the host all the great performers and it was uh, really great and as always very humbling to meet all of the great info warriors that traveled from so far to be a part of that monumental and dare i say historic event uh, really Fulfilled everything that I wanted out of it, as in reinvigorating, boosting morale, meeting and and you know reconfirming the dedication to this this crazy idea we have that humanity should be free from the coercion exploitation from the class of globalists. So thank you to everybody to come out. And it was it was really great meeting everybody, and uh, we'll also open up the phone lines later this show for your calls. Uh, we're not sure, not sure what topic we'll take calls on today. Maybe it'll just be, <clears throat> excuse me, an open line sort of thing. But let's just get into it, shall we? Here it is, your Daily Dispatch. All right, here it is, folks, your Daily Dispatch for Monday, the 14th of August, 2023. From Post Millennial, 
Oliver Anthony plays viral populist anthem Richmond North of Richmond reads from Bible to massive North Carolina crowd. The Virginia country singer and rising star Oliver Anthony drew a massive crowd on Sunday for a musical performance at the Morris Farm Market in which he uh, in which he opened by reading a passage from the Bible. It's crazy to me. He said, because I remember back in June, I played here for about 20 people, Oliver said to the enthusiastic fans as he opened the Lord's book and read Psalms, Psalm 37. Singer became an overnight sensation after releasing his new viral hit song, Rich Men, North of Richmond, which is now the number one song on U.S. iTunes chart. And I saw, I saw a graphic today. I haven't confirmed this, but I'm pretty sure the top three songs in any genre on iTunes are all his songs now, which is really Incredible, a true grassroots, you know, rocket ship to superstardom. It really is something incredible. You know, we talked about this yesterday, so I won't spend too much time on it today. Although, big shout out to Wid Lyman, friend of the show, of course, uh, brother to Dan Lyman, who was actually there on the ground at the farmer's market to capture the great uh, journalistic footage of the massive crowd. After all, this is something that deserves to be documented and talked about because obviously the mainstream media isn't doing that mainstream media is, is attacking this song and this songwriter for some reason very bizarre very bizarre how just everything has to be astroturf now if it if it wasn't designed to be a sudden hit by the record companies who collaborate with the media to astroturf some sort of phenomenon if it's just an actual natural phenomenon uh, the media hates it and wants to destroy it, downplay it, disregard it, discredit it. It's weird. It's weird. They, they can't just be also astonished at the incredible success that this guy's had seemingly overnight. And there was, I admit, a, a moment. There was a single moment. I talked, you'll have to go to the Sunday Night Live show to, to see the full breakdown of this. But it's like for a moment, there were communists on Twitter Saying like, actually, this is a this is a class warfare song, and like for a moment, I was like, did we misread this? Did, were were these lyrics not talking about what we thought? Is this guy going to come out and be like a Bernie bro of some sort? That would be disappointing, wouldn't it? Then he opens with <laughs> what I saw <laughs> when I saw somebody on Twitter say something like biblical Fed posting, biblical Fed posting, Psalm thirty seven. Hard to fake that. Hard to fake indeed. So. He's clearly the real deal. He clearly is what people are calling uh, the voice of the working class. Achieving incredible success, getting some very weird pushback from the right wing. Certain certain segments of it, I should say. Infowars has the story. Richmond, north of Richmond, tops iTunes as voice of working class goes viral. The raw honesty of a former factory worker in what could be the protest song of our generation has become an internet sensation overnight. The song Richmond, north of Richmond, has skyrocketed number one on iTunes this weekend. Like I said, I believe his other songs uh, are also up there as number two and three. And he's a talented guy, and he, he struck a nerve. He's hit on something that resonates bizarrely with both sides of the aisle. And that's why you have people who normally would despise everything this man is about, despise his very identity. I mean, think, think about it, folks. He is a, literally a, uh, a white Christian man from Appalachia. It's just like everything these people normally hate, but somehow the raw emotion comes through a song. 
makes them feel things and that confuses them. And they're like, he must be communist because I appreciate what he's saying. It's all very bizarre. We'll talk a little bit more about that later, but moving on. Germany considers banning far-right AFD. Germany is debating whether to ban the far-right Alternative for Germany party as the party surges to 21% in the polls amid warnings from intelligence officials that its members are becoming increasingly extreme. Uh, Nothing says democracy like putting a governmental ban on a political party that has the support of a fifth of your entire population. It's becoming too – that's how democracy works, right? When something gets too popular, the government bans it (laughs) for being too popular. Just stupid. Just very stupid. We'll talk a little bit more about European democracy later in the show. Meanwhile, in in American democracy, Biden regime to spend $1.2 billion to vacuum carbon dioxide out of the sky. The Biden administration on Friday announced a $1.2 billion initiative to vacuum up carbon dioxide from the atmosphere in an effort to achieve a, quote, net zero global economy by 2050. Yes, that's right. They're laundering the money right in front of you. Department of Energy Secretary Jennifer Granholm said in a statement that the $1.2 billion will be used to develop two commercial-scale direct air capture facilities. <laughs> air capture facilities. <laughs> okay. All right. We'll get into that a little bit later as well. Just know $1.2 billion of your money being spent on – I think the official word is um, boondoggle, a ridiculous boondoggle. COVID victims' families sue EcoHealth Alliance for funding and releasing the virus. The families of four people who died from COVID-19 are suing EcoHealth Alliance, the New York-based nonprofit that was conducting gain-of-function research on bat coronaviruses in Wuhan, China, before COVID-19 broke out across town. According to the August 2nd lawsuit filed before the New York Supreme Court in Manhattan, EcoHealth and its president, Peter Daszak, knew the virus was, quote, capable of causing a worldwide pandemic. Not only did EcoHealth help to create a genetically manipulated virus, the lawsuit claims, it also worked to cover up the origins of the outbreak. Quote, if we'd known the source or origin of the virus and had not been misled that it was from a pangolin in a wet market or rather – We knew that it was a genetically manipulated virus and that the scientists involved were concealing that from our clients. The outcome could have been very different, said the victim's attorney, Patricia Finn. Hey, if the government won't step in and protect you from the mad scientists that they themselves fund, then I guess personal lawsuits is the way to go. Finally, we have this Maui wildfires. Death toll reaches 96, and yet only about 3% of the destroyed area has even been looked into yet. We will cover the Maui fires uh, today. We'll, we'll touch on that topic when we get back. Stay with us. America is waking up to the sad and painful fact that we've been under a multinational globalist deep state intelligence agency controlled coup for decades in this country. We didn't have full control 30, 40 years ago, but they're really attempting full control now. And that's where we are. And InfoWars has engaged in the best long-term analysis of the enemy operation and predicted the resistance movement would form against it and the fact that we would have major successes against the enemy, but they would then double, triple, quadruple down. That's where we are now. So it's more important than ever that InfoWars stay on the air. I just want to thank you all for your support and spreading the word. It's more important than ever that we get funding. We try to make it easier for you to fund us. 
by simply going to InfoWarsStore.com and getting great products that enrich you and your family's lives. I want to just encourage you all to not forget that without you, we won't be here. So please go to InfoWarsStore.com today, and I thank you. When I tell you we have the ultimate bone broth, hands down, this is the most concentrated, high-quality bone broth there is. Concentrated chicken broth, patented amazing. Then a huge dose of chaga mushroom, a massive dose of bee pollen, a gigantic dose of highest quality turmeric, and then it just gets crazier from there. It's about to sell out. We haven't had it in stock for years. This first new run is about to sell out. Get it discounted right now. 40% off at InfoWorkStore.com and it funds our operation. And once you get addicted to it, once you get blown away by it, once you feel your joints, your energy, your stamina accelerate, then become a regular customer for Bone Broth, InfoWorkStore.com. Whatever you do, spread the word about InfoWars, about the live show, and about all the other great products because these are great products that empower your life, plus they fund our operation. Go to InfoWarsStore.com right now. We're selling out Ultimate Bone Broth at InfoWarsStore.com. 40% off, about to sell out. You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the show. We'll, We'll touch again on the the number one conspiracy theory going around right now, although I did spend about an hour and a half on this yesterday evening, Sunday Night Live, that is the Maui fires, what may be behind it. There was one thing that I forgot to mention, and that was a, a very thorough post by Infowars' own Chase Geyser, so I'll read that in just a second, but... First, of course, the devastation, no matter what caused it, what was behind it, what is to blame. Because there is blame to go around, whether it's because they were lit on purpose by arsonists or just the failure of the utilities on the island to be safely shielded or, you know, one thing that we know happened was there was a total communications break, breakdown for the people on the island. They have very elaborate warning systems for all sorts of emergencies, yet none of them were activated. None of, none of the you know, warning sirens going off, none of the emergency alert systems being activated. So no matter you know, what happened, there, were, there was human error that contributed to the devastation that we saw and are still seeing and is is still being laid out from AP News this morning. Maui wildfires, as death toll reaches 96, authorities say effort to count losses is just starting. Only about 3% of the devastated area has been searched, and yet they found over 90 bodies by this point. The estimates are anywhere from 500 to 1,000 dead, though they'll be finding that out as they continue to dig through the destruction. Other interesting things have happened from this. People are claiming that they're not able to get water, food, or essential supplies to the people who need them. 
because they're being blocked by the government. A lot of very bizarre things about this that demand answers, and we will do our best to ask the questions at the very least. And, of course, our prayers, thoughts, I mean, absolutely devastating. I cannot imagine being affected by something so totally destructive, absolutely horrifying. And um, our prayers go out to everybody on that island, of course. InfoWars has a story. Conspiracy theories swirl over devastating Maui fires as media blames climate change. Social media is abuzz with conspiracy theories and questions surrounding the Maui wildfires that have killed at least 67 people. Uh, Yeah, the number's up above 90 now. Despite the fact that the cause of the wildfire has not yet been determined, media outlets like like Newsweek and AFP have insisted the fires were not intentionally started by direct energy weapons. This, of course, has only fueled more rumors online. Many are speculating that the fires could have been intentionally set to disenfranchise natives who own the historic oceanfront properties that were devastated in the blaze. I think maybe in the next segment we'll go to a longer video by a Maui resident, but for now I want to go to the best breakdown I've seen so far. This is clip number nine. This was posted on TikTok. I wish I could credit the guy, but I can't. Uh, figure out who he is. I just I saw it reposted on Twitter, so I'm going to play it here. Again, I think this is the most uh, thorough breakdown and open-minded assessment of what has happened on the island of Maui. Uh, so let's go now to clip number nine. What's going on in Maui? There is a lot to unpack, so try to keep up. Several wildfires have broken out on the island of Maui, creating mass devastation and destruction, most notably the town of Lahaina. This is not the people's fault and our hearts go out to those affected. Why is Lahaina significant? It was once the capital of the Kingdom of Hawaii, prior to the forced U.S. annexation and the eventual move to Honolulu. Lahaina is filled with native property and business owners that have dug their heels in and have refused to sell their properties to conglomerates such as BlackRock, Vanguard, and Oprah. Unglobalized, prime oceanfront property still owned and managed by the natives. So what caused this destruction? Short answer, no one knows. All government agencies, local and federal, have vehemently stated that it is unknown. However, there are two competing theories online. One, environmental, the perfect combination of a major hurricane 200 miles off the southern shore of Maui, combined with northern pressure to create massive dryness and winds. Or two, diabolical, something the conspiracy theorists call a DEW. Direct energy weapon. What? I had the same response, so I started Googling. The first article that pops up when you Google Maui DEW is from Newsweek. It starts like this. The devastating wildfires in Hawaii have brought a new conspiracy theory from climate change deniers who suggest that the destruction was orchestrated by the federal government's direct energy weapons. Ugh. Anytime a propaganda media article starts with conspiracy theory by climate change deniers, makes me want to believe it more. Next article, fact-checked, false. Wait, what? I thought the facts were unknown. But how can we rule out trending theories as impossible already? Joe Biden just announced that the federal government will provide aid to those that lost their homes. That means homeowners who lost their houses and properties can now loan money from the federal government at a low interest rate. Your super valuable property that is skyrocketing in value, you can now get a new mortgage courtesy 
of Uncle Sam. There are also countless efforts by the people to send aid and support to devastated areas. This would be great, except local residents are now saying that they are having difficulty delivering such aid and only FEMA and Red Cross aid is being allowed in. Roadblocks everywhere. No one allowed in or out. Hmm. And Maui is an island surrounded by water next to one of the largest U.S. military bases. Local residents are saying that they received no advanced warning and that they only evacuated once they saw the thick black smoke at their doors. Why was the federal response so slow on this matter, waiting until the fire had overtaken this area prior to action? I don't know what's going on in Maui. Our hearts go out to all those affected, and we pray for your safety. But what I do know is that there are more questions than answers. And any time that's the case, especially when global self-interest benefits and people suffer, well, you know, conspiracy theory. So that was from Matt Kim on Twitter at MattAttack009 underscore. And you can find his video in the article on Infowars.com. Conspiracy theories swirl over devastating Maui fires as media blames climate change. Again, I don't. I mean, we talked about this so much yesterday. If, if you really do want to see a thorough breakdown, you got to watch the Sunday Night Live uh, broadcast. But suffice it to say, it's odd how it's odd. It's odd how people think that this is somehow outside of the realm of possibility. It's year 2023. There are lasers in space. I, I mean, that's not not crazy. It's not like a conspiracy theory. Seven months ago, there was Chinese space lasers seen on video on the island of Hawaii. What did that have to do with the blaze that has destroyed Maui? Well, we'll cover that. Some speculative interpretation on the other side. Stay with us, folks. When I tell you we have the ultimate bone broth, hands down, this is the most concentrated, high-quality bone broth there is. Concentrated chicken broth, patented amazing. Then a huge dose of chaga mushroom, a massive dose of bee pollen, a gigantic dose of highest-quality turmeric, and then it just gets crazier from there. It's about to sell out. We haven't had it in stock for years. This first new run is about to sell out. Get it discounted right now. 40% off at InfoWorkTour.com and it funds our operation. And once you get addicted to it, once you get blown away by it, once you feel your joints, your energy, your stamina accelerate, then become a regular customer for Bone Broth, InfoWorkTour.com. Whatever you do, spread the word about InfoWars, about the live show, and about all the other great products because these are great products that empower your life, plus they fund our operation. Go to InfoWarsStore.com right now. We're selling out Ultimate Bone Broth at InfoWarsStore.com. 40% off, about to sell out. InfoWars.com is tomorrow's news today. You're listening to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. All right, welcome back, folks. Even without theorizing whatsoever, there are a lot of unanswered questions about what happened in Maui and what is still going on in Maui. Maybe talk a little bit about what this, what the political atmosphere is around this how we've gotten to a situation where just nobody trusts the authorities about anything anymore and why that is a 
deserved reputation of dishonesty that the government and authorities have well and truly earned for themselves. But I want to go to this TikTok video. This is a woman who's in Maui. She's called Roots Restored Wellness. Let's go to clip number 17. Uh, We won't be able to play the whole thing here, but we'll play a lot of it and then comment on the other side. But here's Roots Restored Wellness from the island of Maui. I'm Raylene and located in Maui. I live in Kihei and I wanted to share some local updates. Shocking or maybe not. Did you hear about the fires? Did you hear that the government of Hawaii states their goal is to rebuild and make the entire island of Maui the first smart island? They want the entire island governed by AI is outlined in the Hawaii Digital Government Summit of 2023 that they plan to host next month on September 25th, 2023 on Maui. Wow. Now they're going to come to the rescue for this horrible problem. And last January in 2023, there was a smart city conference in Maui to turn Maui again into the smart city island, pushing everything electric, making 15 minute smart cities. And there was also a contract last year to build a high rise condo complex and businesses in Lahaina which is a historic town that couldn't have any new development in this area, but now it's demolished. So now I guess they have to rebuild, right? We spent the morning trying to find places to volunteer to help. We feel helpless. There's so much going on. There's people who need assistance. We went to the war memorial shelter, which has we learned has been taken over FEMA by FEMA. They've taken a whole bunch of supplies. People do not know where they're going. They don't trust that they're actually going to be delivered to people in need. In past FEMA situations, after disasters, they found containers full of supplies that were never given to the people. And if you go to the War Memorial, people are being told to go there if you need assistance. They are turning everyone away, saying that it's not a distribution center. It's a shelter, and unless you're checked into this shelter, you will receive nothing. And I will say for donations on the island, please be considerate of your fellow humans because there's a lot of moms that need diapers and wipes and formula and everything has been purchased and given as donations. And now it is being hoarded by Red Cross and FEMA not being distributed to those who actually need them. So ship things in from Amazon. I shared today that you could ship things to the Maui Food Bank. There's some other local organizations that will actually get your items to the people. And FEMA is also making people sign paperwork just to receive assistance. We did find through local word of mouth a place where we could donate our time today. And we assisted the Hungry Heroes of Hawaii at the Buzz's Wharf in Ma'alia. If I said that right. Great place. If you need donations or if you have some to drop off, you can. It's a staging area right before the road is shut down to get into the line area. They were not allowing anyone through unless you had, if, if you had a supply truck full of supplies to help the people in these areas, you were not allowed through unless you had a specific contract or permission from a certain agency to come through and where would you get that permission from? So lots of people are being denied. They're trying to come in with supply trucks to assist. This 
Hungry Heroes, they were able to get some trucks in yesterday. They were supposed to meet with the mayor and officials. They said they waited around for five hours being told to move to different locations. And then they were eventually kicked out and said, why are you even here? And they were trying to coordinate to drop off and deliver supplies. And they can get to the supplies, but there's nowhere to drop them off or give them to anybody because everything is so disorganized. They also brought 150 meals, cooked meals, to help the people who need them. And they were denied because it was not cooked in a commercial kitchen. So not being allowed to distribute. All the roads in and out of Lahaina are blocked except for specific personnel. And it's up in the air, we don't know anymore. Maybe if you're a resident with an ID. That was open yesterday and they supposedly shut it back down after a few hours because people were trying to take photos of the damage that happened in Lahaina. Heaven forbid that they go to their houses and do anything. There is a looting going on and not just in the Lahaina area, also in Kula. There are boats making supply runs. Some of them are saying that they've had to push through barricades to get in and deliver supplies because again, the government officials are trying to shut down local assistance. It seems like they only want FEMA and they only want Red Cross. Yet when you talk to people on the ground, where's FEMA? Where's Red Cross? They're not doing anything. They're not distributing the supplies. I did hear that there are supplies on the ground in Lahaina finally. There are some locals who set up Starlink stations so that they could get back online. Power has been out, water's out. They haven't had internet. And so they're starting to bring in some Starlink so people can get back online. They're bringing in supplies. People are able to access some food. Again, not a lot of information coming out of that area yet. There's, again, some people you might be able to find other videos of exact footage. We talked to some people today in a firefighter said that he alone pulled out over 80 bodies. And I think that's the count that they're giving you for the death toll. We're estimating that it's over 1,000 people. That's horrific. Why is the government being so hush-hush and shutting everything down and not letting people know what's really going on? When they had their very first press conference a couple days after the tragedy, all that the officials could do that I heard was blame everybody else, say it wasn't me, it wasn't my responsibility. If you didn't know, there were no alarms that went off. Even though we have tsunami warning systems set up all over the island, they could have been turned on, but they weren't. And there was a fire in Lahaina in the morning. The firefighters put it out and said it was 100% out. Well, I, from again, reports, they're saying that that was a fire that restarted itself and ended up taking out the entire city. Interestingly, the McDonald's and Burger King and Safeway and Walgreens are all still standing, but all the historic buildings, all the historic downtown, all of it is demolished and all the, the houses gone. But those commercial big box stores are still there. And I just wanted to talk a little bit about the response as a resident of Kihei, on Tuesday night, we could see the fire burning in Lahaina. Check my page. I posted photos from Earl and I. We had ash raining down on us. It was like in our eyes, blowing around. And we could smell smoke very strong, yet no alerts. We had no idea if we were safe, if we were in the line of fire. We knew that the subdivision across the interstate or highway from us, Maui Meadows, had been under an evacuation notice. So we didn't know about us concerning because we were having ash fly all, all over the place. We just talked to a local that lives in Kula. 
tonight and he said that there was a power outage. There was no cell service because the winds were so strong and they blew down the power lines and they could see the flames and fire right coming up. And many people did lose their houses in that area too. But again, no alert system, no way for them to know, is it safe? How do we even get out? Where's the fire going? They could so see again, it. just a lot of questions swirling around the Maui fires about the, not just cause of the fires, the way that, that it's burned in, in such a, well, many different bizarre ways, but also the total lack of communications. Just no explanation to that so far. Lots of speculation going on. Not a lot of answers. I'll tell you one thing it's not. Uh, climate change. I'm going to not blame this on climate change. I'm blaming it on literally anything else. We'll get into other topics here on the other side. We could go on and on. But we could go on and on and on about the likelihood most inevitable speculation of Chinese space lasers. I beg you to think about how important your word of mouth is and you sharing the articles and sharing the videos and telling people get the forbidden truth you're not supposed to find at infowars.com forward slash show and getting products at infowarsstore.com. We've got three amazing products in stock, ready to ship, sold out for almost six months. Vitamin Mineral Fusion, so incredible, so good for your whole body. A one-stop shop for everything you need for vitamins, minerals, and key amino acids for your immune system and more. Back in stock, discounted. Silver Bullet, 30 parts per million from the top lab in the country, probably labeled by us. Discounted, InfoWarsStore.com. Nitric Boost to clean out your blood and make you healthier. It's in stock. Rave Reviews. Top doctors say it's amazing. Infowarstore.com, and that keeps us on air. Thank you so much for your support. Spread the word, pray for the broadcast, and go now to Infowarstore.com and get great products that keep the tip of the spear in the fight. The eugenicists over 100 years ago were very public about their plans. They financed major universities, they ran full page stories and advertisements pushing their propaganda in the New York Times, other major newspapers that the family as we know it is a bad thing and must be ended. And the first step in that is getting women out of the household and teaching women that cooking dinner and taking care of your sons and daughters and husbands is a bad thing. And I was just sitting here tonight making dinner for my daughter, my four and a half year old daughter. My wife makes dinner a lot of times, but I like to make it as well. I love to make breakfast. And literally it's the funnest thing on earth to make food for your family and be nurturative and then all sit down together and have the communal event. And that's what the system is attacking and bombarding, is our normal biological actions are coming together. They really are sick, evil, scientific cult of filth that want to domesticate us and turn us into lab rats. We cannot let this continue. You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. You know, there's another video that I was going to play. It's fun. It's fun when you're on Twitter and you see some video getting really popular. You haven't watched it yet, but you keep seeing it reposted. And I finally click on it only to realize it's a Greg Reese report. Greg Reese did a whole report about direct energy weapons. I'm not even sure when it's from, but you can find it on band.video. 
yes, direct energy weapons are real. And, you know, you see, I've actually seen a lot of it in the last few days. Somebody responding to a, a post from um, a guy, a YouTuber, a very good YouTuber. He has a Twitter post where his name's Morgoth's Reviews. And he's just like, so what is the explanation for the Maui fires? Like, I just, I'm open-minded here. What could it possibly be? Mentioning direct energy weapons or space lasers or whatever you want to call it. And somebody responds like, um, we don't have space lasers. This isn't Star Trek. It's just like, what year do you think it is? It's 2020. You don't think there's space? La- Obviously, there's space lasers. I, I, I would bet more than half a dozen countries have satellites armed in some way above us. And in January, on January 28th, there were these lasers that were caught on video. It's so weird. Here's the video evidence of the existence. It's confirmed by NASA and all the media outlets, not speculation, not interpretation, just there it is. There's the video, and yet people are still just like, that's impossible. Okay, well, there it is, so, you know, take that into account. Change your mind, because you're wrong. And then, I mean, it just goes on and on, right? It's just like, but China would never, (laughs) wouldn't they, though? Oh, wouldn't they? There's some other suspicious stuff about this, including the fact that the Maui police chief is John Pelletier, Pelletier, who just so happened to be the commander who was in charge of the police forces during the Las Vegas massacre in 2017. 2017, Pelletier was the incident commander for the mass shooting at a country festival that left 58 people dead. Hmm. Uh, conspiracy theories just sort of follow this guy around, huh? What a coincidence. Anyway, we'll, we'll move on. We have a lot of other stuff to talk about, but it is, it is worth just asking the question, like, why are people so suspicious of this? What's happened? I mean, you can just imagine how long ago, five years ago, ten years, heck, maybe just three years ago. InfoWars would have been the only people asking questions about this, and we would have been called all the names in the book. Now, about 90% of people that I see on the internet are going, yeah, something doesn't add up here. Perfectly willing to accept the idea that there's some massive, wide-ranging, perhaps international conspiracy at play here, and everybody's looking for who's involved and why. And I think that's healthy. I think that's a healthy response to the fact that we have been gaslit and lied to in the most blatant and egregious way in the last three years. At a certain point, it becomes overwhelming. At a certain point, the lies and manipulation, the cover-ups, the deception, any normal person who doesn't even follow the news like you should be suspicious of all of this stuff they lied about the origins of covid they lied about the effects of covid they lied about the lockdowns and the masks they lied about the vaccine they lied about their complicity in all of it they lied about the fact that they were involved in the creation and that it came from a lab like can you can you imagine what it would be like to believe the 
main stories on all of these. Like if you believe that COVID jumped from a pangolin to a human outside of a laboratory setting, if you believe that Vladimir Putin just invaded Ukraine one day for no reason, nothing led up to it. He's just a a bad guy that wanted to be evil. If you believe that the 2020 election was the most secure election ever because mail-in ballots somehow increased our election security, if you believe that the vaccine is good and should be mandatory because it stops you from getting severe virus and stops symptoms, if you believe that January 6th was an insurrection and a dangerous coup, it was Trump trying to overthrow the United States government, Like at a certain point, not one of these sounds a little bit suspicious to you. Not one of these seems a little bit odd. Like you think the people coming across the southern border are desperate refugees who would die without our intervention, who deserve unending support from the American people. If you believe that white supremacy is the number one threat in our country, if you believe police are gunning down black men in the street because they're racist and just love murder. These are the things that people, they expect you to believe. These are the things that the media tell us over and over and over again. They're all crap. They're all lies. Of course, people are going to be suspicious of the authorities. The authorities seem to be hell-bent on purposely destroying everything. What's the difference between an island being destroyed and consumed by fire or the World Economic Forum coming in and shutting down all of the farms and reorganizing it into a shopping mall? The bureaucracy, that's the big difference. The intent is the same. The effect is the same. I think it's healthy that people have an innate distrust of the authority, even if it goes to an absurd level. It's not actually that absurd. Nothing absurd about the idea of uh, space weapons. Nothing absurd about the idea of fifth-generation warfare. Nothing absurd about the idea of China taking an aggressive attack posture. What is absurd is that we have an elite class, the less than 1% here in America, that seem hell-bent on doing everything they can to support China in opposition to America. I mean, we have the heads of the, uh, the Joint Chief of Staff calling his friends in China and letting them know that America will give them fair warning before we do anything. So don't worry about old Donald Trump's bluster while he was president. So we're being run by traders. We're being run by people that aren't just selling out to China in secret. They're doing it openly in your face and over the course of decades. So why shouldn't people be suspicious? Why wouldn't they go this far? I mean if, if the only thing that you knew about the government was their track record on COVID, look at what they did. Look at what they did to people. I think it's out of the realm of possibility they would – start a wildfire if it served their purpose what was COVID other than a global cultural societal wildfire that they took extreme advantage of started in the first place perpetuated with their media lies and coordinated to benefit from across the board everything these people do is deception everything they do is Vicious, destructive, despotic. 
I think it's much. I think it's a much safer bet, and a much, honestly, more. I mean, in in our current circumstance, a much more respectable and and honest interpretation to go. You know, prove us, prove to us that you didn't do this on purpose. At a certain point, it becomes ridiculous to believe the level of lies when every major geopolitical event is predicated on pure deception and has been for the last several decades. When if you believe the mainstream story, you just believe a litany of lies about every single one of these topics. Just imagine, just imagine being the type of person just like Joe Biden is a great man. Everything that has to do with Hunter Biden is because he's such a loving father. He got elected in the most secure election ever following a COVID outbreak when a Chinese person ate a bat soup and accidentally infected the world. And lockdown was the right idea. It was the right thing to do because who knows what else could have happened. And I'm glad my child was locked in her room for two years. Has mental disorders now. I think it's a good thing I got the vaccine. Sure, half my face fell asleep forever. <laughs> I still got COVID. But my symptoms were lesser and I might have died without the vaccine. Also, Putin is evil for invading Ukraine and he invaded Ukraine because he's evil. If you believe any of this stuff... You're an idiot. If you believe all of it, you're a liberal. An NPC. The migrant crisis to the economy. Oh, yeah. You also probably believe the economy is great and the gas prices are low. And we have to eat bugs and get rid of farms to save the earth. I mean, is there anything these people do that's not a lie, that's not hugely destructive, that doesn't seem to be a weapon aimed at your head with the globalists pulling the trigger? safe and sorry. The Maui fires were started by space lasers. The globalists control them. When I tell you we have the ultimate bone broth, hands down, this is the most concentrated, high-quality bone broth there is. Concentrated chicken broth, patented amazing. Then a huge dose of chaga mushroom, a massive dose of bee pollen, a gigantic dose of highest quality turmeric, and then it just gets crazier from there. It's about to sell out. We haven't had it in stock for years. This first new run is about to sell out. Get it discounted right now. 40% off at InfoWorkTour.com and it funds our operation. And once you get addicted to it, once you get blown away by it, once you feel your joints, your energy, your stamina accelerate, then become a regular customer for Bone Broth, InfoWorkTour.com. Whatever you do, spread the word about InfoWars, about the live show, and about all the other great products because these are great products that empower your life, plus they fund our operation. Go to InfoWarsStore.com right now. We're selling out Ultimate Bone Broth at InfoWarsStore.com. 40% off, about to sell out. You're watching The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch live right now at Band.video. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Right, we'll move on from the from the Maui fires. We will. Again, I just ask you to go check out the Sunday Night Live broadcast from yesterday. I, I really did a, a full breakdown. It's hard hosting the Sunday Night Show because then I, you know, I know my audience doesn't necessarily watch it, so I, I want to get you guys the information. But if I already covered it yesterday, I don't want to people that do watch both shows. I don't want to you know just be saying the same thing twice. So we'll move on. We got a lot of 
things to talk about in terms of migrants and the economy and so much more. One of the big stories this weekend was the Iowa State Fair. InfoWars has the story. Trump flies over DeSantis at Iowa State Fair as supporters chant, we love Trump. Ooh, DeSantis. It was not a good weekend for DeSantis. Hasn't been a good week for DeSantis. Hasn't been a good month or, frankly, good year for DeSantis. DeSantis might start looking for a job at the state fair. If he's smart, really sort of an embarrassing weekend for DeSantis. Videos of him serving eggs to people who have no interest in talking to him whatsoever while Donald Trump flies over in his awesome plane and then lands like a king, dropping something like $20,000 on local vendors and then bouncing. Really incredible stuff. Just Trump flexing on DeSantis in a really embarrassing way. Vivek Ramaswamy was there as well. I haven't actually watched this video yet, so we'll, we'll all watch it together. But it got posted last night and has been going semi-viral since then. Clip number 18, a pansexual reporter tries to bait Vivek Ramaswamy at the Iowa State Fair. Let's go now to clip 18. I was just wondering, um, what were your opinions on the LGBTQ Well, I don't think it's one community. Really? Yeah, I mean, how could it be? You just mash together an alphabet soup. Trans is fundamentally in tension with gay, if you ask me. But what's your opinion? I'm personally a pansexual, so I was okay. just wondering what your views on same-sex couples were. I don't have a negative view of same-sex couples, but I do have a negative view of a tyranny of the minority. So, so I think that in the name of protecting against a tyranny of the majority, and there are times in this country's history where we have had a tyranny of the majority, we have now, in the name of protecting against tyranny of the majority, created a new tyranny of the minority. And I think that that's wrong. I don't think that somebody who's religious should be forced to officiate a wedding that they disagree with. I don't think somebody who is a woman who's worked really hard for her achievements should be forced to compete against a biological man in a swim competition. I don't think that somebody who's a woman that respects her bodily autonomy and dignity should be forced to change clothes in a locker room with a man. That's not freedom, that's oppression. And so I believe that we live in a country where free adults should be free to dress how they want, behave how they want, and that's fine. But you don't oppress, you don't become oppressive by foisting that on others. And that especially includes kids, because kids aren't the same as adults. And so I think adults are free to make whatever choices they want. But do not foist that ideology onto children before children are in a position as adults to make decisions for themselves. And so I think a lot of the frustration in the country, and if I'm being really honest, that I also share comes from that new culture of oppression where saying those things can actually get somebody punished. And in my case, it's part of why it's my responsibility to say them. And I respect that you may have a different opinion, and that's okay. It's part of what makes our country great is that you and I can be civil and have this conversation, and that we live in a country that still gives us, each of us, the right to speak you know, to a presidential candidate and back and still say that we pledge allegiance to the same nation. So I think that's the beauty of our country, and that's my honest opinion. Awesome. Well, Thanks. thank you very much. I appreciate that. Thank you for your civility as well. I Absolutely. appreciate it. That was, that was very unlike any other interaction I've ever seen in that, in that category. Yeah, I, like the, I like that response. I think when you can stand on principles like that. Again, I'm against oppression. Oh, it's gay people doing it? Guess what? I'm still against oppression. Oh, it's trans people doing it? Guess what? Still against oppression and coercion. 
and manipulation. Sorry, sorry gays, that's just, you don't get a pass because you're gay. Sorry. Well, that's not how we said it. I, I would have said a little bit. Uh, you're listening to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Second hour has begun here on American Journal, Infowars.com, band.video, Infowarsstore.com is where you go to support absolutely everything we do here at Infowars, which is, in many cases, simply ask the questions that everybody's wondering about, but nobody will actually is actually brave enough to ask. Support us in this mission by going to Infowarsstore.com. A lot of news still to cover here. Before we welcome Jake Shields in studio, former UFC fighter, since making quite a splash on Twitter by having opinions that aren't completely and totally mainstream. I know, shocking, horrifying stuff. We'll talk to him about his his journey into the right wing, I guess you could say. We do have a lot of other stuff to cover, and we'll be taking your phone calls. I'll go ahead and open up the phone lines right now. The number to dial is one 789 2539 That's one 789 2539 You know, just a little survey of all the headlines that we have now, it is – it paints a picture of total – an utter and designed collapse. It's just, it's just shocking. When it comes to the economy, every day I see headlines celebrating Bidenomics. They made up a term to describe the economic situation in a positive way. They seem desperate to convince you that the economy is somehow positive. I'll just do a quick survey of, the, of these stories. Okay, These are all recent stories here. Infinity mortgages have arrived that stretch far beyond 50 years. They'll help avoid defaults today, but what about when the defaults come? Infinity mortgages, kind of like how George Soros' response to the debt incurred because of the reaction to the COVID pandemic was perpetual bonds these are infinity mortgages mortgages that you'll never actually pay off (laughs) you're essentially just paying rent you can just call that rent inflation may be cooling says cnn yeah maybe maybe not but maybe but drivers can't catch a break yeah it turns out that the cost of repairing a car has skyrocketed nearly 20 percent In a single year, it will cost you 19.5% more to repair your car now than it did a year ago. 20% more, which when it comes to repairing cars and spending thousands of dollars, that's a lot of money. So one year, 20% greater cost to repair your car, but that's not the only place you're spending more money. U.S. inflation means families are spending $709 per month more than this time two years ago. $700 tax on you every single month. What's this doing? Obviously, this is eating into savings. That's the design. That's on purpose. 
$709 per month that you're spending on just your basic necessities because of inflation. And they tell you that's a good thing and that the economy is amazing and great. Do I even need to elaborate on that $700 a month? We all know what we all know what that means, right? I mean, we all know what you could buy with $700, what that looks like added up month over month. How much better your life would be if you had an extra $700 a month? Well, you did two years ago. Not under the Biden regime. Like even the things that they brag about or, or you know, claim are good, like unemployment, not for the American people, it's not good. Black workers account for 90% of recent U.S. unemployment jump. The unemployment rate for African-Americans jumped for a second month straight in June as workers left the workforce amid early signs of a cooling labor market. The number of unemployed African-Americans has increased by 276,000 since April, meaning they account for close to 90% of the 3,000 increase in overall joblessness during that period. Thank you, Biden. Well done. 90% of the jump in unemployment has been because black people are not getting jobs, I guess. Which is saying something because the jobs that have been created, according to Zero Hedge, all new U.S. jobs since the COVID crash have gone to foreign-born workers. Even if one ignores the blatant manipulation of economic data by self-serving administrations who hope to generate political brownie points by casting the economy in a far stronger light than is merited in reality, there are still various bizarre offshoots within the data, which few notice, yet are which are instrumental in maintaining the fake narrative. Such as this, readers are probably aware that according to the BLS, there are now roughly 3.3 million more jobs than there were at the peak just before COVID crashed. So there's 155.7 million jobs, which is... 3.3 million more than there were just before the COVID crash. On the surface, it's an impressive accomplishment as a deficit of some 22 million jobs has been erased in under three years. But then if one starts digging, some pe- pe- peculiarities emerge, like, for example, that much of the jobs created in recent years have gone to, quote, multiple job holders, meaning that they're that not every payroll has been assigned to a unique individual. But instead, there are now people who hold two, three or more jobs to make ends meet. There were virtually no new jobs created in much of 2022, as the establishment survey indicated that over 2 million jobs have been added over the same period. One thing that's happened is that there are currently 131.1 million native-born U.S. workers, which is down more than half a million from the pre-COVID peak. Meanwhile, if if one only looks at the number of foreign-born workers, here the data paints a very different picture, having peaked at 27.8 million in February 2019, the number of foreign-born workers has not only recovered from COVID crash losses, but has increased by an initial 2.2 million to a record 30 million as of April 2023. That means that all new job creation since the COVID crash has gone to foreign workers, with native-born workers stagnating, still unable to break above pre-COVID highs, even though if one merely extends the pre-COVID deadline, native-born workers should have long ago surpassed their 2019 highs. Okay, so... People benefiting from the economy, non-Americans, people in America that weren't born in America, the billionaires and 1% and elite class, people who are not benefiting from the so-called economy, the regular Americans that are now paying over $700 on average per month more for basic necessities than they were two years ago, who are now 
facing extremely high rates, mortgages who are paying 20% more for car repairs and other necessary purchases. And of course, the black Americans who make up 90% of the job losses in unemployment. Is it possible for this to be an accident? Is it even feasible, let alone reasonable, that this is just mismanagement by the people at the top? Or is this all by design? Well, we've talked a little bit last week about the feedback loop between the economy and crime. And that trend continues. Thieves loot over $60,000 of merchandise from L.A. Nordstrom. Police investigate. The Los Angeles Police Department announced an investigation after 30 to 50 robbers robbers stormed a Nordstrom store in Topanga Mall in Canoga Park, neighborhood of Los Angeles, California, and made off with an estimated $60,000 to $100,000 worth of merchandise in yet another example of this mob shoplifting tactic. Flash mob, second time a flash mob has struck a Los Angeles store in the last week. The first was against Yves St. Laurent store in Glendale, where the group made off with over $300,000 in merchandise into getting into waiting getaway cars. Now, they could stop this at any moment. After all, we do have the most pervasive and efficient and effective and powerful spy state in the world. But it's being used to go after Trump supporters, people who protest abortion, people who say mean things to Joe Biden on the Internet. Meanwhile, mobs of criminals without even wearing masks on their faces are let off scot-free because it's a choice they're making. Because all of this is a choice. Everything we're covering today, not some natural or irrepressible occurrence. It's choices that are made by the people in power on purpose for a reason to destroy the country so they can take it over subject you to slavery not that complicated I talk a lot about the great successes InfoWars has had I don't think anybody can deny it and it is because of listeners and viewers supporting us but when we talk about the crew at InfoWars people behind the scenes the researchers the writers they really have been the MVPs in this fight and when we look at Harrison Smith and Owen Schroyer and the hard work they engage in every day five, six, seven days a week it's really just incredible. So for myself and the whole InfoWars crew, I thank you for your past support. And I want to encourage you now to realize that InfoWars cannot stay on air if you do not support us. I know you spread the word. I know you pray for us. and That's wonderful. Keep doing it. But most viewers and listeners never go to InfoWarsStore.com and you never buy great products that enrich and empower your life while at the same time keep us on air. I know that less than 1% of our listeners actually go buy products at InfoWarsStore.com. If just 1% more of you took action and went to InfoWarsStore.com, our funding problems will be over. Please take action now. I have been in a 28-year marathon battle with a globalist. I have come from nowhere to the very heights of politics, not just in America, but in the world. We are engaging the globalist at point blank range in the information war. But I don't deserve the credit. Yes, I've persevered, but the listeners and viewers who support InfoWars are the real reason we've had the success. We're having now the greatest victories in the fight against the new world order we've ever had. We are now entering the final mile of the marathon. And that's why today it's more important than ever to realize how important you've been in this fight and to continue in the efforts you've been carrying out and to intensify them. God bless you all. 
I salute you, I thank you, and I beg you to intensify what you're doing now because we are over the target and history is happening. The fight is my fight. It's your fight. It's our fight. God bless you all. You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. Speculation about the Maui fires represents is an awakening by the average person that the American government is at war with the American people. And I don't think that is an extreme or unwarranted statement. When you consider how in every aspect where the government has control, the American people are paying the cost, getting none of the benefits being squeezed till we're just a, a husk of our former self. And we just went through all, all these stories, right? $700 a month people are paying more for basic necessities because of inflation. Things like car repairs are 20% more expensive than they were. People can't afford houses anymore. They're coming up with something called infinity mortgages, so you'll never actually pay off your house. You'll never actually own the things that you Supposedly purchase unemployment is extremely high with black workers accounting for 90% of it. While all the new jobs that have been created since the COVID crash, 100% of them by the numbers have gone to foreign born workers while Americans have been kept out. Meanwhile, what's the government actually doing? Well, they're spending $1.2 billion to vacuum carbon dioxide from the sky. So there's that. Department of Energy Secretary Jennifer Granholm said in a statement that the $1.2 billion will be used to develop two commercial-scale direct air capture facilities in Texas and Louisiana. Hey, you know what also takes uh, carbon out of the sky? Plants. You could just have plenty of trees. You could plant trees. No, they're building gigantic vacuums to vacuum the air and spending $1.2 billion to do so. Of your money, by the way. Incredible. How they plan on the funniest part is that think about how much energy they're going to need to use to run a giant vacuum like that's going to make so much carbon. And how are they removing carbon, but not everything else? Like, I think one way to picture the climate scam, just any time they say CO2, just replace it with oxygen. Wouldn't that sound weird? Well, it's not any more or less weird than saying CO2, like somehow they've convince people through this alchemy of thinking about like greenhouse gases, the greenhouse gas effect, CO2, carbon dioxide, carbon credits. And it's just like all mixed up in people's heads and it seems somehow scientific or justified. But, you know, Biden regime to spend 1.2 to vacuum oxygen out of the air. That would not be any more or less ridiculous than carbon dioxide, but they're doing it. They're spending your money to do it. Along the lines of things that are utterly ridiculous, you know, they might as well make a giant dehumidifier because, as we learned last week, water vapor in the atmosphere is actually a much more potent greenhouse, uh, has a much more potent greenhouse effect than carbon. Very true. Carbon dioxide. We need giant humidifiers. We need, tell you what. Have a giant vacuum on one side of the earth, and the other side of the earth will have a giant dehumidifier. A giant, giant dehumidifier and a giant humidifier. I think they could give us $1.2 billion and we could create the world's largest Alexa Pure Breeze and the problems would be solved. 
Just imagine an Alexa-pure breeze the size of the Empire State Building running on full blast outside of Austin. It's a beautiful thing. We'll get Elon Musk on it. He could do it. And we'd be solvent <laughs> and on air. It'd be great. That's not all. They're, they're not just spending money on ridiculous boondoggles predicated on lies. Oh, wait. Yes, they are. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Another boondoggle predicated on lies, the war in Ukraine. Biden's spending plan, $800 million to fight fentanyl, but $24 billion for Ukraine. The White House is asking Congress to spend another $24 billion fighting Russia and Ukraine, but just $800 million to fight fentanyl and other lethal drugs in the U.S. community. Yeah, I'm, I'm outraged by this. How much carbon will be released by these missiles and bombs that we're sending? That's the outraging part. Not the money that we're spending or the lives that we're destroying or the lies that led to this event or the geopolitical machinations, the greed of the people like Victoria Newland and Anthony Blinken that paved the way towards World War III and or continue to drive us towards that horrific inevitability. But how much carbon will be released? I mean, can it, do we have to make climate change arguments in order to get through to people? Is that the only thing people care about or respect anymore? Fine. Okay, we'll do it. We have to stop the war in Ukraine or else – Polar bears are going to have to swim, I guess. You've got these other issues. Again, economy and crime reflect off of one another to create this feedback loop. Shooter's reign of terror ends in deadly Tampa gunfight, Sheriff says. A man was killed in a deadly shootout in Tampa early Saturday morning after a crime spree that spanned several counties, according to authorities. It really does sound like a some sort of action movie. This dude running from place to place. The ending of it is the car is half submerged in this lake with bullet holes in the windows. Here's the, here's the clincher, though. For four minutes, the shooter engaged in a gunfight with law enforcement officers. But a patrol, a highway patrol trooper, two Pasco County deputies, and a Hillsborough County deputy managed to fire back at the criminal. The sheriff said the suspect was a 37-year-old man with a violent criminal history, including 18 previous convictions. 18! Previous convictions. I think there might be something wrong with our justice system. I think there might be an inefficiency somewhere in the chain of our justice system. When somebody can have 18 previous convictions for violent crimes and then they're just let out again, something's wrong. We used to have like a three-strike rule. I don't know if that's still in existence. I'd settle for like a 10 strike rule. I think 10 is a, is a reasonable number. If you get caught and convicted for 10 felony violent crimes, I think that you've, you've done enough. You've had your chance. You've had 10 chances, actually. And that's all the chances you get, I think. I'm not saying after 10, you put the criminal to death, but maybe on an island somewhere. Maybe we need a new version of Australia. Maybe you become a, a test subject. <laughs> we try to send you to the moon or something. I don't know. All I know is you don't deserve to be on the streets. Sorry, you're a human being. You get to be of free will. You make choices. The choices that you make have proven that you are incapable of living amongst other humans. So it's up to all of us to disallow that. But that's just me. 18 convictions. And then he goes on a murderous rampage. If only, if only there'd been a warning sign. <laughs> if only we'd known. 
you just gotta you gotta wonder after the 17th type like when he was going for the 18th conviction getting sentenced for the 18th time in his 37 years an average two convictions a year right so when you see this guy for the you know that's his whole life obviously he started 18s so it's like god don't you know can't do the math i mean that's He's in there getting convicted on something every three months. How does that, how is this even possible? You got to think it's the judge sitting there like, well, you fooled us 17 times, but one more chance, mister. I don't want to see you in here in 18th, 19th, and 20th time. Well, don't worry, you won't because now some poor police officer has been forced to kill him to rescue all of his uh, victims not go through this. We can just not have to deal with this. We just have a functioning society. It doesn't allow repeat lifelong criminals out on the street to terrorize regular people. We could. I beg you to think about how important your word of mouth is and you sharing the articles and sharing the videos and telling people get the forbidden truth you're not supposed to find at infowars.com forward slash show and Getting products at InfoWarsStore.com. We've got three amazing products in stock, ready to ship, sold out for almost six months. Vitamin Mineral Fusion, so incredible, so good for your whole body. A one-stop shop for everything you need for vitamins, minerals, and key amino acids for your immune system and more. Back in stock, discounted. Silver Bullet, 30 parts per million from the top lab in the country, probably labeled by us. Discounted. InfoWarsStore.com. Nitric Boost to clean out your blood and make you healthier. It's in stock. Rave reviews. Top doctors say it's amazing. Infowarstore.com, and that keeps us on air. Thank you so much for your support. Spread the word, pray for the broadcast, and go now to Infowarstore.com and get great products that keep the tip of the spear in the fight. Infowars.com is tomorrow's news today. Tuned in to the American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. Welcome back, folks. There's a lot to talk about on today's show. Migrant crisis, not the least among it. We'll get to your phone calls here in just a second, but from Infowars.com, article by Steve Watson. Twin crises rattle America. Suicides and drug overdoses hit record high. And a disturbing trend in America. New data reveals that suicides and drug overdoses climbed to a record high in 2022. The twin crises have been rapidly accelerating post-COVID and could be a symptom of a worsening nationwide mental health crisis. Instead of woke corporate media outlets pushing gender identity conversations and warning about the end of the earth because the hamburger that you eat and the car that you drive are allegedly heating the planet, perhaps America's mental health crisis is a more urgent topic. Perhaps it's all being exaggerated and accelerated by the doomsaying nonsense of the ruling class. So the suicide rate, extremely high. Which, you know, it's, it's, it's hard. It's hard to tell the difference between some sort of devastating, horrific statistic that we want to solve and the consequence of policy that is desired and purposeful and designed. After all, how against suicide, suicide can you be when you're pushing it all the time? This from Canada. 
globalnews.ca. She went to the hospital with suicidal thoughts. A clinician raised medically assisted suicide. A Vancouver woman says she's deeply disturbed to have visited the Vancouver General Hospital in the midst of a mental health crisis, only to have a clinician suggest medical assistance in dying. Well, I mean, that's a that's an easy mistake to make, I think. Right. You go into a Canadian hospital. You say, I'm really going through something right now. I I, want to kill myself. I feel suicidal. And they're just like, sure. Yeah, right this way. We can get you hooked up. You're like, wow, really? You can you can help me? And they're like, of course we can help you. Kill yourself, of course. Get in the chamber. Just start filling up the IV bag right now with the cyanide. Like, wait, no, I I don't want to be suicidal. Ah, well, you won't be. Ah, you won't be much anything when we're done. We'll put you in a bag. Bury you. I mean, what? This is horrifying. This is the modern world. Right. Catherine Mintler. uh, Yeah. Catherine Mintler, who has chronic depression and suicidality, visited the hospital's access and assessment center on June 2nd, months after a traumatic event contributed to her distress. That day, she felt she couldn't keep herself safe at home and didn't have the necessary supports. Well, don't worry. Mintler said the staffer in the hospital warned there weren't enough beds because the system was completely overwhelmed and out of nowhere asked the question, have you considered MAID? It's kind of a weird question. I'm here because I'm suicidal. Well, have you considered killing yourself? Healthcare in the post-COVID world. It really took me by surprise. The 37-year-old told Global News, it just didn't sit right to me, and I think it's an important conversation to have. The clinician reportedly explained how MAID works. The drugs administered the lethal injection. Details Mintler found disturbing. Mintler said the staffer told her another story about another patient who'd had mental health challenges and drowned in a river and then relayed her relief that the patient had passed away given her struggles. I was shocked somebody working in mental health or health care in general would make a judgment about a person in a person's life without knowing what their wishes were. Again, what is there even to say about that? Like... It's the weird part. It's it's like what what am I supposed to do here? Do I have to explain to people that it's bad and wrong and weird and horrifying that a person having a mental health crisis goes to the hospital for help because they're feeling suicidal and the hospital suggests we can get it done here. We can kill you here. Oh, you're suicidal? Please write this way. I mean everybody else said we're overwhelmed, we don't have time, but if you want us to shoot you up with cyanide, we can do that. We can do that all day. Something that uh, I need to express some sort of moral outrage about this for people to get it, or are we human beings who can understand what a unprecedented horror show the entire world is becoming right now? Let's go out to your phone calls <laughs> in the meantime. Maybe, maybe inappropriate for the. Uh, topic that we just covered but tim and austin it's called in about this weekend the american liberty awards and the incredible fun that was had by info warriors go ahead tim you're on the air hey uh harrison um i'm on speakerphone uh hold on one second that sounds doesn't sound too bad all right fantastic hey i would just like to thank everybody for their hospitality and their effort and their energy 
and to encourage to keep the momentum going because America is going to be suicided by silence if we don't stand up and if we don't keep this momentum going, if we don't fight back. Now is the time. Keep that momentum going. I love you guys. Austin's amazing. I'm moving here. Fantastic time. Again, thanks for watching InfoWars. Oh, thank you very much. And yeah, it was, it was so good to see everybody. And it really was, you know, we've said it a million times here. This is an info war. We have to treat it like a war. We are at war with the devil. And wars are won and lost by morale. And that's exactly what this weekend was a morale boosting event. Everybody got to get together, see each other in real life, shake hands with people that you maybe been internet friends with or, or just watch their content forever. Uh, fantastic performances by Bryson Gray and Jason Lowe and uh, just everybody. I mean, Michael Graves, Ben De Laurentiis. It was, it was a who's who of the InfoWars family, and I suggest you watch it if you have time on the live stream and come next year when it will be even bigger and better. It really was something special, and thanks to everybody who helped to put it together and, and was there uh, sharing in this fantastic, wonderful, star-studded, and glamorous event. Rob Dew in his golden blazer. He was a highlight for sure. Very good stuff. Uh, let's go to Schwalron. Let's go to Don in Austin because, Don, you were also, I suppose, at the awards. Oh, yeah, you're the info info wagon dude. Thanks for calling in, Don. You're on the air. Harrison, what an awesome time it was meeting all you guys. Absolutely, man. I, I, feel, I feel the same way. This is so cool. This is like the highlight of my life, man. I can't believe came down here and met her. I, I, I'm not even upset that I, Alex didn't show. I kind of didn't think he would, but met so many of you InfoWars guys, got pictures with everybody. This is just, I'm on cloud nine, Harrison. Thank you so much for everything, all you guys. Well, thank you very much. And, and again, we wouldn't be here without you. So uh, it, was, it was really humbling to meet everybody and to, um, I don't know, man. It's, it's still weird to me. Like people tell, they're like, I listen to you every day. I'm like, that's... That's crazy. That's, I appreciate it. I mean, don't get me wrong. I, I, but I really am still. It's. I've done this for two years, and it's still, still strange I've to me. To, uh, I talked to uh, uh, Matt, and I talked to Rob Dew yesterday, the other day, about my massive Patriot archive in the basement. I like to get all my uh, books, magazines, videos, newspapers from the so-called Patriot movement over the last thirty years. I like to get that to Infowars so you guys can share it with the world. Or if not, maybe just digitize it or something. So uh, that's that's my plan now I'm going to work for. That's the way to do it. Yeah, digitize it and spread it around. You can make a museum out of all this stuff. It is a uh, it yep. is a, a historical time that we're all involved in. Anything else, Don? God bless you, Harrison. Have a good day, brother. Thank you. You too, sir. Very nice to meet you. I remember you. The info wagon. He said he couldn't, he couldn't drive the info wagon down, but maybe next year. Uh, we'll go out to one more call here. We'll, we'll go to Simon in Florida on the next side, but let's go to Dr. D in Ohio about the Maui fires. Go ahead, Dr. D. You're on the air one minute before the break. Yes. Hi, Harrison. Howdy. Um, I wanted to talk about the uh, Maui fires. Um, I spoke with uh, one of your crew regarding a YouTube video that came out a couple of days ago by a YouTube account by the name of uh, Jeff Schneider, too, and uh, hopefully they can pull that up while we're speaking. Um, I think he made some very... Um, Astute observations, there were a lot of anomalies associated with this fire that are very reminiscent of the fire in um, Paradise, California in 2018. Um, If you look at a lot of the cars and the footage of those cars in Lahaina that uh, were consumed, uh, there are a lot of anomalies there, missing um, door handles and gas caps, uh, missing tire rims, engine blocks, melted, um, missing glass. 
the paint completely burned off vehicles, trees oh, yeah. burning from the inside out. No, a lot he of a lot of bizarre yeah. things going on there. I'm sorry, we do have to go to break. We'll be back with more of your phone calls on the other side. Our world is so full of hype. We are force-fed, dehumanizing propaganda by the corporate media, by the controlled churches and the universities. And why is this the case? Because we innately, by God, have been given the keys to our own minds, our own psyches, our own souls. And by connecting to God, we can empower ourselves and transcend the, quote, fallen or sinful state. So the chemicals that we ingest and, and all the things that we try to bring into our bodies to, to, to change who we are are only lowering us. They're only making us more depressed. In the end, they're only making us less fulfilled. It is only by going within and really making that connection to God that we can truly empower ourselves. That's why the globals bombard us with toxins and chemicals to block us getting the normal vitamins and minerals and trace elements. Our bodies need to be healthy and to be able to basically reach out beyond the third dimension. And that's where the incredible products come in at InfoWarsStore.com. I beg you to think about how important your word of mouth is and you sharing the articles and sharing the videos and telling people get the forbidden truth you're not supposed to find at infowars.com forward slash show and getting products at infowarsstore.com. We've got three amazing products in stock, ready to ship, sold out for almost six months, vitamin mineral fusion, so incredible, so good for your whole body, a one-stop shop for everything you need for vitamins, minerals, and key amino acids for your immune system and more, back in stock, discounted. Silver Bullet, 30 parts per million from the top lab in the country, probably labeled by us, discounted, InfoWarsStore.com, Nitric Boost to clean out your blood and make you healthier, it's in stock, rave reviews. Top doctors say it's amazing. Infowarsstore.com, and that keeps us on air. Thank you so much for your support. Spread the word, pray for the broadcast, and go now to Infowarsstore.com and get great products that keep the tip of the spear in the fight. You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. All of these headlines are just completely insane. I'm going to go to a quick video here and then, then out to your phone calls. We'll go to clip number seven here in just a second. The migrant crisis. Well, it's not just happening in America. It is, of course, happening across the Western world. Migrant crisis, according to The Telegraph, to last at least five more years, government memo says. Kind of like it's a plan. Kind of like it's on purpose. The migrant crisis is expected to last at least five more years. A government memo has revealed the internal document drafted for the top civil servants in the Home Office stated the government is planning to use disused RAF bases in a prison to house migrants for between three to five years and possibly longer. They're still working on plans to house a thousand asylum seekers at the former HMP North Eye at the outskirts of Bex Hill in East Sussex. The mass accommodation centers are designed to reduce the $6 million a day cost of housing 51,000 migrants in nearly 400 hotels amid a backlog of more than 170 asylum seekers applications waiting to be decided. Again, just choices that they're making. The migrant crisis. The migrant plan, the migrant scheme, the migrant importation effort that's being undertaken by the Europeans. 
which is wild. This is just a firefighter standing there going, yeah, we're expecting the fire to, to rage for another five hours or so. Well, you're holding a hose. Maybe turn it on and spray it at the fire. Maybe prevent the disaster that you're here to protect us from. They're like, nah, nah, it's going to rage for another five hours, actually. We've done the math. It turns out it's going to go on for at least another five hours because I'm standing here with the hose, not stopping it, not putting it out. Okay, so it's on purpose. So it's a plan. And how this can cost so much money, really baffling, really just one of those things, isn't it? Randall's Island Migrant Shelter in New York State to cost New York taxpayers $20 million a month or $10,000 for every single migrant. How? How is it costing you $10,000 a month to house migrants? Does staying in a cheap hotel cost $10,000 a month? Where is this money going? Who is making bank off this money? Because there's no way it costs $10,000 to house a single person for a single month. That's absurd. (laughs) What? But okay, that's what they're doing. Totally ridiculous. One place that is not going to be participating in this money laundering invasion why genocide activity is erie county erie county is halting the arrival of asylum seekers after arrests that's the headline from wgrz in cheek new york following the arrest of an asylum seeker another way to put that would be they're not accepting asylum seekers anymore after multiple sexual abuse accusations have been levied against the so-called asylum seekers that we're welcoming. Bring us your poor, your needy, your downtrodden, your sex offenders, your rapists, your violent criminals. Let's go down to clip number seven. Here's a little report from Erie County. Meanwhile, Erie County Executive Mark Polenkar's backs Chief Gould on this issue. He says he's been in contact with New York City Mayor Eric Adams, who agreed to put a pause on sending asylum seekers to western New York. We were assured of the safety, security, and proper screening by New York City through DACO. Clearly, that hasn't been done. Refugee agencies, local workers, and others should not and cannot work under the present security conditions. New York City needs to fix this. And I am glad to say that Mayor Adams understands the gravity of the situation, hasn't assured me they will. Incredible, isn't it? He also said, quote, our community's trust and good faith has been betrayed. Yeah, because it's misplaced. Because why would you trust these people at all? Why would you have faith in people whose the only thing you know about them is that they've broken your law? It's the only thing you know about them. I mean, you don't know where they came from. You don't know what they're fleeing. You don't know anything about them except that they are perfectly willing to disregard the basic foundational laws of your country, to abuse your good nature, to take advantage of your trust. But you keep trusting them. But you keep calling them asylum seekers and refugees. Uh, They're not. So (laughs) our community's trust and good faith has been abused. 
because you gave it to criminals, because you have no standards for who you give trust or have faith in. It's not funny. Some some suspect, Kindu Jinsi from the Democratic Republic of Congo. How he got here, who's to say? Where he came from? Democratic Republic of Congo, okay. What? <laughs> Across the Atlantic Ocean? And what came through Mexico? Like, how did he get here? What are you talking about? He's an asylum seeker from the Congo? No, there, it's the government is literally delivering rapists to a town near you, making you pay for it, $10,000 a month. And the victims of this, of course, are the good-hearted American people whose path, pathological altruism is to blame for all of this. A 27-year-old woman who is working at the hotel with an agency employed to help the asylum seekers walked into the police station at, after 4 p.m. on Friday to report an incident involving one of the asylum seekers. Apparently he tried to sexually assault her. So thank you, American government, for subjecting the American people to this financial, mental, and now physical and sexual abuse. Out to your phone calls once again. We'll go first to Simon in Florida, Pakistan Independence Day. A lot of news about Pakistan has been coming out. You've, of course, been on the forefront of this, Simon. Thanks for calling in. You're on the air. Hello there, Harrison. Um, I like the audience to imagine July the 4th, American Independence Day, and being banned from going to parade or banned from waving a flag or having a flag on your car. Because that is what has happened in the country of Pakistan since yesterday for a week, which we'll cover today being their day of independence. And you and I often try and put things in American terms so the InfoWars audience can easily relate to them. And in this context, I would invite the audience to consider what Elizabeth Powell asked Benjamin Franklin on the last day of the Constitutional Convention in 1787, when she ran up to him and said, Mr. Franklin, what type of government do we have? And he said, Madam, we have a republic, if you can keep it. And indeed, the founder of Pakistan, one of the founders, Mr. Jinnah, said in 1948, with the removal of foreign domination, the people are now final arbiters of their destiny. They have perfect liberty to have, by constitutional means, any government that they may choose. This cannot, however, mean that any group may now attempt by any unlawful method to impose its will on the popularly elected government of the day. And that was published by one of the country's main newspapers, where they noted that they weren't celebrating Independence Day, but they were only commemorating mm. Independence Day in Pakistan, as the government has used Section 144, which is essentially the Anti-Riot Act, to ban sessions on Independence Day. And the great irony of this, as their former prime minister now languages in prison, having been sentenced for three years after facing 108 charges in the Pakistan judicial system, pilloried in much the same way as Donald Trump is currently undergoing 
in a case where he didn't even get to present his defense, and the judge adjourned the hearing to consider his verdict and returned 30 minutes later with 30 pages of type documentation. So everyone was very impressed at how fast the judge was able to type. Yeah, but it must indeed, be the fastest typer of all time. We're, we're coming up to a break here, but you've been on top of this uh, for years now, Simon, watching the goings-on in Pakistan. Now there's uh, admitted CIA connections to Imran Khan's ouster. Of course, Simon's been keeping us abreast of that. So if you've been watching American Journal, you have Simon to thank for being ahead of the news, as always. Thank you so much for the call, Simon. Pakistan, yet another country that may not survive American intervention because we're ruled by psychopaths. We'll be back in the next hour with Jake Shields. Go to InfoWarsStore.com to support everything that we do here. I talk a lot about the great successes InfoWars has had. I don't think anybody can deny it. And it is because of listeners and viewers supporting us. But when we talk about the crew at InfoWars, people behind the scenes, the researchers, the writers, they really have been the MVPs in this fight. And when you look at Harrison Smith and Owen Schroyer and the hard work they engage in every day, five, six, seven days a week, it's really just incredible. So for myself and the whole InfoWars crew, I thank you for your past support. And I want to encourage you now to realize that InfoWars cannot stay on air if you do not support us. I know you spread the word. I know you pray for us. and That's wonderful. Keep doing it. But most viewers and listeners never go to InfoWarsStore.com and you never buy great products that enrich and empower your life while at the same time keep us on air. I know that less than 1% of our listeners actually go buy products at InfoWarsStore.com. If just 1% more of you took action and went to InfoWarsStore.com, our funding problems will be over. Please take action now.